0: what I found is whatever blocks or challenges or things that are preventing you from getting to the next level in your business or that are blocking you in some way at a tactical level can typically be mapped back to a limiting belief or maybe some sort of emotional wounding or trauma usually with the business owner. So it's important to address both in my opinion.
1: Hey, it's Carla Rieger from the Artistry of Change and Mind Story Academy, and we'd like to present the Successful Life podcast, Discover Mindset Secrets for Success in Business and Life. Hey everyone, it's Carla Rieger here today, and I wanted to interview Michaela Quilici today because she's amazing at helping business owners break through limitations to being seen and being heard and valued in the marketplace. And I just find in all the years of working with people, that's huge. That can sometimes be 90% of your success right there. And Michaela has Figured out a way to actually break people through those limiting beliefs we all seem to have, like who am I to charge what I'm charging, or who am I to get out in the world and be on social media or speak at events. And so, Michaela helps people strategically in effective ways grow their business, but she knows that a huge part of a person's success is how they manage their thoughts, feelings, and attitudes. (laughs) So, she empowers service professionals to authentically market and strategically grow their business with purpose, which is super important, right? Especially when the going gets tough, and confidence. And those two kind of tie in together. So over the past 17 years, she's worked with hundreds of fast-growing, entrepreneurially-minded companies from startup to 20 million. So she's a highly respected business expert working with people around the world. So let's dive in with our first question. Welcome, Michaela. Hi, Carla.
0: So great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome. So what's one of the most important mindsets you needed to change so that you could be successful in business? Now, I know there's many, but what was one particular limiting belief that you realized was tripping you up, and then how did you shift it?
0: Mm, You're right. There are many.
1: (laughs) So I'll pick – I've got one in particular
0: that comes to mind – And this is when I was sort of starting out uh, in business and it was really had to do with me stepping into being seen and giving myself permission to be visible. That was a huge one for me because um, as an introvert, I didn't really like networking. Uh, I was really not into self-promotion and wasn't very good and therefore didn't like sales. These are all sort of basic business principles that you kind of need to be good at, right? Uh, And you need to develop in order to grow your business. And for some reason, uh, naivety, I thought that I could build my business without doing these things. And I could just be in the background and I would grow my business that way. And of course, I didn't. That was would have been the fast track to me going out of business actually. And so how did I shift that? Oh, okay. A couple of key things that come to mind. One is um, hiring coaches and mentors. So I had always had mentors in my life. Thank goodness. And it was only when I started to hire coaches in the areas that I was weak in that things that I started to build my confidence because I was. they empowered me to take those small steps to really build those muscles. I did sales training. I did public speaking training, all sorts of uh, communication training and networking and all sorts of things. So hiring coaches and mentors to up my skills was huge for me. The second thing was just to keep showing up. So for me, I had to practice building these new habits showing up every day, whether I liked it or not, to just practice, practice these new skills. And it was like, I was just building my arsenal of skills and abilities. And the more I did that, the more confidence I got. And the more I dipped my toe in, the more I realized that it was not so much about me needing more exposure. It was about giving myself permission to really be seen. And And the other piece of that is clarity on the message, like getting super clear on who I was and what I stood for and what was my story, my why story, and what's my purpose. And once I started to dig deep into that and continue that journey to really know thyself, as they say, that gave me a lot of confidence because I thought, okay, yeah, I actually have a message worth sharing. I want people to hear that because it's important. So those are a few of the things that I did to help shift that.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure you went on a similar journey to me because I, I'm i an introvert too. So I totally relate to that. And you have this purpose and this mission and you're going after it. And then, but you don't want to be seen or heard because you're an introvert. And so then the business starts to go down. So then you say, I know I did this several times ago. Oh, maybe I should just go get a job. But then I think, well, then I can't live my purpose, then I can't live my mission, but then I have to be out in the world to be seen. And then, you know, you'd have this little inner war and then finally the vision would win and say the vision is more important, which would push me out of my comfort zone and go do things, you know, and now, of course, all that stuff is history. But so that's why I know you say that, the focusing on the vision to, yes pushes you past your comfort zones it does
0: and i totally get that when i first started out it was really by necessity almost you know i had i was done with the whole corporate thing my 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 track was climbing up the corporate ladder vp marketing kind of track and I just thought is this really it? Like is this what this is all this is what my life is going to be about? And so I I left and I left the the corporate world and so I was really driven but I had a lot of issues
1: <laughs> as we all do
0: <laughs> you know that were that were holding me back as yeah as I as I see now looking back on it that was really common but at the time I didn't know. I just thought that it was me. Yeah, that was that was definitely a challenging time those days.
1: Yeah, you know? but but looking back it's probably forged you in the fire of of the skills you can offer to other people today and and have that compassion. I kind of feel like you can't really be a good coach or consultant <laughs> or helper to others unless you've Gone through the fire yourself, so good at walking your talk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really important to me, actually, to to be able to do that because, um, you know, I think that going through these challenges and facing them, you you learn so much about yourself, and you learn so much about you know you acquire all these skills and this resilience, and you really develop everything that you need to then be able to move on that next leg of the journey.
1: Well, business is a mythic journey. It's just like people go, oh, I, I like to grow as a person. I always say like give yourself an intense goal, like start a business or grow your business to the next level, or get up on a stage and speak to five hundred people, you know, and then everything that's in the way will come up and you have to deal with it. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It's it's terrifying, but it's so rewarding when you can really allow yourself to go through that and learn and um, just stay open and curious and really nimble with the learnings. And uh, yeah, it's wouldn't trade it for the world.
1: And I know what you mean about the coach and mentors, people who can reflect back to you your greater potential that you don't see in yourself yet, but it's always easier to see that in others. Like I, when I work with people, as you do, you know, you can see mm-hmm. their potential, but they can't see it yet. So you pull them, pull on that journey. It's actually quite a gift to to have
0: those kinds of people in your life, to be able to be a resource and to, to be that mirror. And I, you know, and I, I know, and you know, you and I have worked together and, and that's something that I really appreciate about having you on my team. Um, Because, you know, you can see things that I can't see because I'm just so stuck in, in my own mind or in the weeds of my business. Um, That having that fresh perspective is really so key. I feel like Business growth comes from a series of these perspective shifts, these just tiny little perspective shifts that just open up another layer and open up another door.
1: And I remember when I was just like 23 and the very first woman who ever mentored me, uh, she said to me, you're really serious and you're too goal-oriented and you're really hard on yourself and you should lighten up. And I (laughs) thought that... That's not what a business mentor should tell you to do, right? Like they should tell you to work harder, right? That's what I, I grew up in that kind of family and- (laughs) But when I learned to lighten up, I actually just started doing some comedy improv classes and it made me much more creative and lighthearted and attractive to people and better at building rapport and everything. So you never know, you know, you need these fairy godmothers and they'll see something. And then she saw that I had this, you know, ironic sense of humor and she pulled that out of me and it's been a huge part of my success. So you never know what they're going to see in you. So what's an example of how one of your clients broke through like, a limiting belief, say, around valuing themselves that was keeping them stuck? What was the journey that they went on? Does one come to mind?
0: What I have found is that there's six business growth roadblocks, if you will, that kind of pop up at various stages of the business. Right. Um, Whether it's startup, or I find every time you're up-leveling, every time you're growing and evolving, there's something that pops up. And uh, whether you're startup, whether you're breaking six figures, whether you're breaking seven figures. So the one that comes to mind with the client that I'm thinking of is around, um, one of the roadblocks is uh, around mindset. And so um, he came to me, an accountant, very successful, already had a really successful six-figure accounting practice. Wanted to take it to the next level so that he could really service his clients more wholesomely, rather than just being known to be doing taxes and bookkeeping. He did so much more, but nobody really knew it. And so he had a vision to take his business to ha- uh, half a million dollars in in revenue. And when he came to me, we kind of, I kind of dissected. Okay, so what is he doing? How is he showing up? What's how is he acting? What kind of conversations is he having? What do those look like? And what I noticed was that he was acting like an order taker in his, in in the business. So, one of the issues that comes up when you get to a certain size in business, and I'm sure you can relate to this yourself, is you you kind of go from being a technician, uh, doing it all yourself, like the chief of everything, almost to really needing to step into building a team and being the CEO. And so this is a a mindset bridge that needs to be crossed. And so he was acting like the order taker rather than the expert consultant. I worked with him to kind of map out not only the strategy, but the processes and the the communication and just the mindset shift around who he was being. Uh, in these conversations with prospects, that was a real eye opener for him. It really helped him understand his job as the CEO of his business, and that you know he was no longer he, he was outgrowing the role of being the accountant. He was now the CEO. His job was to keep the lights on, <laughs> um, not to do tax returns. He had bookkeepers for that. That was a big one. And, and that really transformed his business and increased his revenues considerably and just really changed the
1: way he was conducting uh, his business. So that's that's a big one. And I've heard you talk about that before, which really helped me sort of think about, you know, who am I being when I'm discussing somebody? Because they say, I want you for this. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to go, wait a minute, what's going on? And then go, well, actually, if you had me for that, (laughs) and that and that, I could get you far greater results. Right. And so that's huge, right? Because you end up, a, you know, serving them more deeply and B, probably earning more money from that client. Cause it takes a lot of energy to build all that trust and rapport that somebody says, okay, I'll pay <laughs> to use your services.
0: Exactly. And, you know, the customer doesn't, the client doesn't necessarily know what they need. But what they do know is what they're experiencing. And so what I do find is that they typically come even though they may feel like they know what they need, maybe they know partly what you know what it is that they need, but it's mostly symptoms that they're talking about. And so it's our job as the expert to really dissect that and like you said, peel back the layers and really find out what's your current situation now, where do you wanna go, what do you feel is holding you back and asking those deeper questions. Because otherwise, I feel like we're, as expert consultants, coaches, you know, service providers are are doing a bit of a disservice if we're not really stepping into that role. I've seen a lot of situations actually in in business where the, the client or the customer has been really disappointed with the service delivery because it wasn't what they needed. It was what they thought they wanted, but then it wasn't giving them what they actually needed out of that. And I've seen relationships fall apart, client customer relationships fall apart because of that piece. So it's a really important one.
1: And you're really amazing at that. Just going in there and sort of absorbing the whole thing and sort of (laughs) going, that's it. And that's huge, right? And Because we're so lost in the trees with our own stuff as business owners. It's like, I have no idea what's not working. Yes,
0: exactly. And I often have people who come to me sometimes at their wit's end, to be honest. I've had people come to me after 10 years in business with a six-figure business ready to shut their doors because they're not profitable. You know, They're working too hard. They're not making enough money. They're burnt out. Or someone recently come to me and spent two years working on the business plan of the business and haven't she hasn't launched the business yet and she's exhausted already, so so there's different different scenarios. But
1: um, that particular person, what helped them finally launch?
0: Yeah. So that was about really having number one having somebody in their corner. Yeah. So she was just exhausted and. Felt really alone and isolated, which is common as entrepreneurs, we're often on our own for a while until we build a team and pull in resources. So that was one thing. The second thing is she felt like she was just turning turning everything around too many times in her mind and not really making progress. So having Accountability to a strategy and a plan for moving things forward and having the right steps laid out in the right order really enabled her to get clarity on what was missing, what the gaps were in her current business plan and her current business strategy. And then having, you know, somebody to work with over a focused period of time, short months, you know, just to really get it done and get it launched. And, and a lot of the times, you know, it's yes, it's having the support and the sort of the the cheerleading factor is, is really important, but the strategy is really important too. And you, you know, there's no need to be spinning around for long periods of time, trying to figure it out on your own. If it's, if you're not, if you're, if it's not coming together, um, it's not rocket science, right? Um, So this is where I see a lot of people get stuck is trying to do it all on their own, especially when they're trying to, you know, grow. They're at that growth phase.
1: Oh yeah. That was true for me in my first three years of business. I tried to do everything by myself because I was, you know, come from that stock of people, Protestant work ethic, do it all by yourself, bootstrap it until you're exhausted. (laughs) And then finally I reached out to people and my business, like, Quintupled, if that's a word, quintupled. And so I know what you mean. And and because you don't know what you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden just having someone, you know, like you just say, if you did this, then that, then this, then this and that, you'll probably get this thing that you want. And you're like, really? Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, and what's fascinating about this is that this is not just for people just starting out or trying to get to that six figure mark. This is, I have people who are at the multi six figure mark or the million dollar mark who want to double or triple their revenue in the next couple of years. And they're faced with the same challenges. So yeah, it's, it's this cycle. Every time you're trying to up level, you need a different focus. You need a different kind of a plan um, because what got you to the six figure mark is not the same stuff that you need to get you to the seventh figure mark. Absolutely. Right. So it's um yeah, it's it's fascinating. I I I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't be the same person. You have to be a different person and and so somebody else often has to come in and give you the nourishment, the water and the sunshine to grow up like that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think differentiates you from other people doing what you do? Like what do you bring to the equation that you think has really helped a lot of people?
0: There are, I would say three unique differentiators. The first one is that I work both on the personal and the professional skills. So the inner and the outer work, right? So like we've been talking about during this broadcast, it's, it's really about addressing the leader or the CEO or the business owner as well as the business as an entity and not separating those two because you are your business essentially. And so what I find or what I've been known to say is that your business is your greatest spiritual teacher. If you're on, if you're on a path of growth um, uh, then You know, this will resonate because what I found is whatever blocks or challenges or things that are preventing you from getting to the next level in your business or that are blocking you in some way at a tactical level can typically be mapped back to something, whether it's a limiting belief or, you know, some sort of mindset thing or maybe some sort of emotional wounding or trauma, usually with the business owner. So, it's important to address both, uh, in my opinion, to really create that change. So, that's one. The second thing is that I work both at an intuitive and a strategic level. So, I take a look at the business holistically and I pull in a number of different modalities that I've learned and integrated over the years into what I do and how I do. So, it's not only my own awareness and sensitivities, but psychology and brain science and human behavior and spirituality and metaphysics and all these things to use as, as my diagnostics tools, if you will, and as a way to support the business owner on that personal level. And then on the strategic level, it's through my experience, really w- real world experience. To really look at the business as a model, like what's happening with your business model, what's happening with your sales and marketing, your operational systems, your your people leadership. I had a really fortunate experience to be apprenticed actually for, I would say, 10 years by one of the most successful COOs that I knew at the time in my 20s, who used to work for Pepsi and Heinz in Europe. I just learned so much from him about business models and how to scale businesses and how to be profitable and all these things. And so I pull that in as well, as well as my experience in working with business owners to take them to those multi seven-figure levels. It's experience, it's not theory. So I really do walk my talk. Uh, If I don't know something, then I will... Say, I don't know, and I have resources to pull in. But so that's all to say. That's the second one. The third one is that the way I work with people is apprentice style. So, again, my own unique modality of pulling in business consulting, traditional coaching, and tactical hands on, taking a really deep dive into the business, working alongside the business owner, almost like their COO for hire, if you will and their executive coach all rolled up into one, I guess, just to really take a look at what's happening in in the business and to walk them through how to get better results with less effort.
1: And you have that rare combination, I find, of, of being, having the psychological understanding, the diagnostician side, as well as the you know, real world, what creates profit and success and the strategies. Mm -hmm. And so if you're listening and you're in that place of, I want to grow to the next level and I'm not, I just keep hitting the ceiling, whether you work with someone like Michaela or somebody else, you know, look for somebody that has that combo because... I've just seen, I've just worked with coaches who, you know, they can give me all the strategy in the world, but if I'm not valuing myself enough or seeing the, myself as even able to go to that next level, right? Because we, uh-huh. you know, my parents never did this kind of thing in the world or people like me from my background or or because I'm a woman, right? We all have these weird sort of things that we were raised on that you don't even realize at the subconscious level or holding you back. You need someone who knows how to help remove that and and then give you the strategy um, and, and replace it with something more empowering. So it's mm-hmm. I, yeah. huge, right?
0: It's huge. And we all have our own stories, right? And I, I love how you talk about the mind stories and with your business and your services in that area, because it really is about that deeper mind story. Like what are we Telling ourselves and what you know, how are we speaking to ourselves internally, and how are we self-sabotaging in that way without even knowing it? Because it's subconscious, obviously. Uh, otherwise, we'd know um, <laughs> and we'd stop it. But yeah, so it's really—it's a practice. It's a practice. It doesn't matter how experienced you are in business or how successful from a monetary uh, perspective you are in business. It's, it, it doesn't matter. This, this is, it's, this affects everybody because this is the human condition. So, uh, it you know,
1: <laughs> it is the human condition. Yeah. And, and there's nothing like breaking out of that stuff so like i you probably find this too you know once you break out of you know who am i to be more visible in the world and then you break through it in business and all of a sudden wow i'm attracting relationships with people i didn't attract before wow this rash that i've had for years went away right you know it, it starts to become it sort of opens up the life force energy in all areas of life so it's a great one stop shop it
0: does it does i love that yeah we're we're peeling back the layers right and we can't see beyond what we're dealing with or working on
1: in the moment it's like the water you swim in as a fish you just don't know that you're in water you don't know that you're (laughs) swimming in this world of i can only be this much right
0: yeah exactly
1: and you have a really useful resource for people. And I read it and I was like, oh yeah, I need you. you know, and even if you think you know everything in business, it's just like these 10 common mistakes that people make. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm still doing that mistake, right? I just need to, you know, you need these reminders. So, so tell us about your, your free resource for people who need it or want it. Yeah,
0: yeah, thank you. So um, it's called Fast Path to cash and it's about really earning more. I've got 10 fast action strategies that I share to kind of plug the money leaks in your business if you will, keep more of the money that you make. I'm all about working smarter and not harder. And so yeah, it's a free resource. There's some there's 10 tips in there, strategies, really actionable ones to really help with even just shifting perspectives around how you're showing up how you're packaging yourself, how you're pricing yourself. There's tips in there even around basic stuff that like following up. There's lots of good tips in there that I find that some of the time, sometimes we know these things, but we're not really doing them or we could be doing them even better than we already are. And I find that, you know, it's not rocket science. It's sometimes we really just need to get back to the basics of, basics of sales and marketing and systems and personal leadership, and just continue to dig deeper in those areas. So yeah, that's available on my website for download.
1: If you're just listening as a podcast, uh, where where can they go to find this?
0: Yeah. So it's on my website, michaelacuilici.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-A-Q-U-I-L-I-C-I.com forward slash fast dash path dash
1: to dash cash <laughs> <laughs> fast path to cash, path to... To cash. yeah <laughs> okay okay good yeah like there was one i read in there that was like follow up and of course i've read for years i've heard for years you're supposed to follow up and but in the moment i read that i went oh, i didn't follow up with this person that i could be doing a long-term joint venture with and I just, you know, so I followed up, you know, I'm just going to follow up, and sometimes, you know, you got to hit someone three times, and then they go, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, I want to do that with you, instead of what we do is we go, oh, they didn't get back to me the first time, so that must mean they don't want to work with me, right, that's a mindset thing.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, so can I just share a little story about that? Yeah. So a client of mine, a consultant, had a consultation conversation for a big project. She, I talked to her right after it and she had the call and she said, Oh, that was terrible. I'm never going to, they hate me. I'm never going to get, I'm never going to get that job. Oh, I just, I sounded just so awful and forget it. I mean, she thought it was a write-off and you know, it's always worse in our own minds, right? She followed up And, you know, obviously she didn't hear back. And so it made it even worse. Well, I didn't hear back from them. So I definitely didn't get it. She followed up again and they ended up really liking her. And uh, she landed a $40,000 contract. (laughs) And she was shocked because she had made up these mind stories around how she thought she sounded and what she thought she should have said after the fact. And we do this kind of thing all the time without even knowing. So it's it's all about being persistent and uh, consistent with uh, you know staying top of mind so that we don't lose out. I say unless you hear a no, keep going.
1: <laughs> that mind shift alone can make have someone go from struggling to super successful. I found that too. Right? You know we all know people that do what we do out in the world. It's like Wow, they have more clients than me. What are they doing? You know, like I'm just as good as they are, right? You know, we had those conversations, and and almost always, you know, and I've been working with a client. I'm sure you have this too. You're just like, oh, well, they just. Persistently follow up with people <laughs> they don 't they don 't decide that it 's uh, dead in the water too soon, and so that 's why having like a coach, a mentor, a success team, a mastermind group, somebody who can go is that you know, can reflect back, is that really true? Or are you just catastrophizing and making that up and and challenge you to Mm -hmm. go back there and try again? Because if you don't, you'll just like go on to the next thing and you'll, you know, fix the font on your website instead. (laughs) (laughs) Or rewrite that
0: signature talk 15,000 times, right?
1: Yeah. Because that's safer, right? Yeah, than actually getting on the stage and
0: and delivering the talk, yeah.
1: And then once you do it, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. And it's just like those those movies where you know the timeline breaks in one direction or the other, right? And your life takes off, and you go up the mountain. The other one, you just end up in the swamp and. <laughs> You know, like, it's so important to have that. So anyways, any last things you want to leave people with today?
0: Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a message. Everyone has um, something special to share and get out there in the world. I think that really is, I just, just encourage people to give yourself permission to Be seen, be visible, get out there, speak your message, do what you love, but do it strategically as well and uh, never give up.
1: And know that it's going to feel uncomfortable sometimes and that's good to breathe into the discomfort, (laughs) knowing there's something really great on the other side. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. absolutely
1: well thank you so much for your time today this has been I love this topic and you're amazing thank you so much
0: oh thank you so much it's always such a pleasure to chat with you and um, I love this topic as well and it's no wonder that we could probably talk for hours about it but uh, <laughs> next time we'll do like a sequel fireside chats or something
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks and bye okay now. thanks bye